Welcome to The Way Podcast. This is going to be a great conversation. Can't wait for you guys to listen more. My name is Zenya and I'm here with... Jesse. And we're also joined by the lovely... Jemima. Jemima, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? Gosh. I had to think about it. (laughs) Huge question. I am a music artist Mm. and a singer, singing teacher... Um, and I was originally born on the little island of Guernsey. Nice. Um, and then I moved over to London when I was 18 to study um, at Bible College. And I've been here ever since. You studied at Bible College? I did, yeah. Oh. At which college? I went to London School of Theology. Oh, wow. Flip. Yeah. That's cool, though. You're a music artist. Did yes. you always want to be a music artist? Um, I didn't even know if I knew that that was a thing until when I moved over to London, actually. Mm. Um, when I was like 18 or 19, I was like, oh, that you can actually do that you can write songs and like use that as a ministry and like and travel and I kind of always wanted to do some sort of traveling with music Mm. and then I was like oh I can write my own songs and have like I can share those with people Mm. um yeah and why was that the attraction writing your own songs because you say you wanted to travel but you could do that as like a backing vocalist or whatever it's like why why artistry Do Mm. do you feel like it's calling or yeah. The C word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I do. I feel like. Well, we've all got a story to tell and to share. And I knew from a very young age that the Lord gave me, um, like the musical ability to share that through song. Mm. And so, knowing that there's power in my story, um, through a few things that have happened in my life, I'm like, oh, I want to share that with people so they can meet the same God that I know in mm. my heart. Um, yeah. I've got. I've got a. I've got a story to tell and I want to share it through singing. Mm. Oh, I love That's that. Great. And I love how you said that, like, your relationship with God has meant that you want other people to experience that same thing. But when, I guess, did you have that idea, oh, I want to share this with other people? Like, when did you have that moment? Mm. Mm. That's a really good question. Um, I think, actually, it was during my degree at Bible College I was like, oh, okay, I want I want to try and put these songs out into the world. I didn't really know how to start doing that. I knew of a couple of people that had done that before and who I was, I really looked up to in the kind of the Christian music world. And I was like, I want to do what they're doing. Mm. But also knew that kind of, well, didn't know at the time, but was aware of the, the, hard, the hard work that I needed mm. to put in mm. as a music artist and as mm. a musician, like, oh my word, it's so worth it, but it's so hard. Mm. Um, and yes, I was like, oh, I want to share my story. How can I do that? Um, and I think that the couple of times that I did share my own um, kind of creativity actually was when I was uh, seven or eight. Mm. I'd written a poem about drink driving and I shared it on the radio in Guernsey. Um, and I actually then wrote, wrote a song about it, which was terrible at the time because I wasn't a very like experienced songwriter at the time. Still um, <laughs> 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 but yeah i shared that on the radio and had quite a few people being like wow i i like i resonate with this um mm. like thank you for kind of summing up this this kind of topic that's very real to a lot of people in a song mm. yeah right we've got one little question what is the most embarrassing thing that happened to you when you were a teenager mm. okay uh <laughs> I was, it was Bonfire Night. I was an early teen, maybe like it's always bonfire 30. Night, it's always Bonfire Night. <laughs> Why is it always Bonfire Night? What's that about? Oh, well, I was about 13 
and I was with my church having a bonfire night barbecue. I need to have a barbecue on bonfire night. I don't know what we were eating, but we were having something nice. And I went to go give my dad his food, and um, I went into like a circle of, of people talking, and I like nudged past this guy who I thought was my dad. He had this like big yellow coat on, so that's the coat my dad had on. And I walked, I was like, here's your food. And I looked up and I was like, that is not my dad. Oof. And then I had to like shrivel out the circle and just oh, walk man. away with this food. And I was like, hmm. Okay, cool. I'll just go and find my father somewhere else then. <laughs> Dude, That's quite embarrassing. Yikes. That is embarrassing. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling now. I've 10, had... <laughs> 15 years yeah. later. Yeah, 15, almost how's 15 years later. Hey. Um, how's my heart? Um, I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> I think because, yeah, it, I got over it in like a day. Wow. <laughs> still a resilience. day. Took me a while. What's your most embarrassing story, Zenia? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pinned it to the host. <laughs> not, not as coming round. Um, I was in year eight, humble girl in art class, just doing my work. And there was a girl on my table that I really liked. And I was like, I'm going to ask him out because I'm really forward. And I was like, okay, how are we going to do this? So I said, why don't I write him a note and draw on it? It'd be really, really cute. And then I put it in his locker at the end of the day. And then I went home and I thought, W Riz, even though Riz wasn't a thing back then, but... I thought that was smooth. And then my friend called me and she was like, did you ask so-and-so to go out? And I said, yeah, how do you know that? She was like, he told everyone, he showed everyone the note, so everyone knows. She was like, you fumbled. And I was really embarrassed, but luckily no one brought it up. But you know when everyone knows and you know, Mm. and no one's saying it, but it's Mm. the elephant in the room. Mm. I will never live that down. Nightmare. Quick fire question. What's your favourite food? Peas. Favourite colour? Blue. Another one. You gotta be quick, bruv. Oh, um favourite movie. The Grinch. Favourite celebrity? Oh, Jim Carrey. Best piece of advice you've ever been given? Treat people for who they are and not what they do. Worst piece of advice you've ever been given. Oh, fake it till you make it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Mate, I still do that. I'm doing that right now. No, I'm joking. I don't know if that's bad advice or not. I feel like I've done that my my whole life. That's actually the mantra of my life. I've built my life on that phrase, actually. actually. Four t shirts with that (laughs) on. That's so funny you say that. Yeah, (laughs) that was wild. Sorry, hang on. Favourite food, peas. Favourite film, The Grinch. Yeah. Does that mean Christmas Day you're just like lapping up peas? I just love Watching The Grinch. Is that what you did? Um, Well, I just love peas. Um, I I don't know why I used to snack on them at uni, but a butter in the microwave. Mm. Lovely. Are you now going to tell us green is your favourite colour? No, well, no. It's actually, I panicked and I said blue. It's actually duck egg blue. Duck egg? Nice <laughs> duck egg. It's like in between green and blue with a bit of white and it's really nice. It's a lovely colour. Green, blue, white. It's I hard just, to describe. I just like black, bruv. <laughs> it's easy, easy answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fez. Yeah, so that if, if you don't know the theme of this wonderful, as you like to call it, Zenia, a pod. Hi. It's a pod. <laughs> is failing forward. Mm. It's a good theme. And you mentioned a minute ago, briefly, it's really hard, the yeah. music industry. It's re- And there's probably people watching who are wondering, how do I get there? Mm. What is a big fail in, in the music industry that's helped you get to where you are today? Yeah, I mean, for me, my big fail was when I was a teenager. Um, and I wouldn't say it was like the biggest thing, but I ended up writing a song about it, which then I can share with other, well, I have been able to share with other people. Mm. So when I was, well, I was born into a really musical family. My granddad um, ran a choir 
of like 80 people we did big concerts um every year to like two or three hundred people but he would get me up when I was seven or eight he would get me up to sing a solo when I just didn't want to I was like I do not this is not my portion I do not want to do this <laughs> um but still did it and I was like I thought my legs would fall off I was so nervous I just was like oh, I'm not thriving right now um and there was one time I just totally forgot the words kind of stood there and I was like I just don't know. I don't know. I could have to make them up. I don't know what I'm going to sing. And um, and I was writing a song a couple of years ago um, that I released a couple of years ago called Use Me. Um, and the song, the premise of the song basically is me asking the Lord if he can use me, knowing everything about me, knowing that I fail, I'm not perfect, like all of us. Um, and in the song, one of the verses um, says, forgot the last line of the chorus, said you didn't even notice. So like, God knows our imperfection and he like, he notices it, but he he's not like, well, that's it. Let's cancel, cancel you. Like, it's like, no, no, actually, I want to use you even more because you know you're imperfect and you know that actually only in him, I'm sh- we are strong only in the Lord. Mm. Um, and so that, kind of me forgetting the words on stage, one of 300 people, then, yeah, led me to write this song that actually has a lot of people have resonated with and a lot of people are like, oh, I ask the Lord that all the time. Like, God, can you use me knowing I've done this, this and this, knowing all my imperfections? And yet you, you're still like, yep, every day the Lord is like, I want to use you. I want to use you to bring my kingdom. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. Like your music is like mission work. Yeah, mm. 100%. We've already touched on it, but I just to talk about it a bit more, like what does your what does your music mean to you? Like how does your music resonate with your faith? Just mm. to go on that a bit more. Yeah. So I, I know that actually without the Lord, I can't sing and I, I don't want to do it if it's not for him. Mm. Um, even when I do um, gigs in pubs, I'm still aware of the me being a Christian, coming in and singing songs in the pub of like the spiritual atmosphere, like in a pub can be quite dark and actually coming in and bringing the light, bringing the light through singing my own songs and then other songs that people can like, I know like Valerie or, you know, lots of different songs out there, um, singing a mixture between mine and songs that are kind of, really well known um yeah allows kind of the light to break through in the really dark places just wondering like have you ever because i'm assuming you felt called to music yes from how old were you when you felt called to music Mm. well i started singing when i was seven or singing lessons when i was seven and grow like being just growing up into a musical family my mum was a professional singer um a kind of the choir was all i'd ever known it was like another version of church Mm. on top of church um, sometimes I felt like a pastor's kid just because of like the amount of people that were in the choir and the community we had. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, and so I, from a, yeah, from a young age, I was like, I love singing. Mm. I didn't want to do it in front of a lot of people, but I loved it at the same time. And then when I was 14 or 15, I, I really felt, um, I think I had a few words of just like, God's going to use your voice. God's going to, and when I was 18, I had a word about um, um, God's going to use your voice and you're going to travel with your voice. Mm. Um, wow. And I've done loads of, not like international travel, but kind of through a few bits in Europe and all over the UK, like mm. currently doing a little tour. So like traveling, mm. using my using my songs um, mm. as musical ministry yes. um, and traveling with it. And I, mm. I love it. It's great. So it's awesome that you, you said you felt called from when you were younger. And I guess my next question is, what should we do if we feel like God is calling us to something, but it isn't happening? Mm. This is a really... Um, easy answer to a really difficult question actually but um god's timing is so different to ours he's like it his plans are so much higher um and bigger than ours and so we kind of 
condense what God is saying into like our little box and we're like but God you said it would happen in this time and actually he's like no I didn't you put that into your own time he knows when the best time is for us to do this thing or that thing but we need to trust that he knows better than we do because often we'll think oh actually it's fine I'll just take it to my own hands but if we do things in our strength it's just like totally pointless because it just never works out yeah mm. because it's not it's not when the Lord wants mm. so I think with calling um, the key thing I think is to continue to work hard because the Lord has given us gifts mm-hmm. that we really need to hone and um, pursue with excellence and to like study for or like practice day in day out mm. as even when we're seeing no fruit because actually it might just be a really long like winter season when actually summer and spring is coming wow. we have to like push until we get there and trust that the lord will bring the spring the lord will bring the summer when mm. he knows it's right rather than when we wow um think it's right flip it reminded me what you just said on the parable of the talents i think it's in matthew the king and he gives one person like five talents one person two one person one and the others they spend it they do stuff with it and then the one guy that has the one he's like mm, i'm gonna put it in the ground mm. because i don't think i'll be blessed again to ever get anything and then the king's like um i actually gave you that to use not to hide away mm. um shame on you i'm joking he didn't say that but the whole point of the parable w- is to use the talents and the gifts that god has given you and not to hide them mm. and i think like I'm just speaking for myself to know about anyone else but like the fear of stepping into my calling is the fear of like what if he's not going to double it mm-hmm. or like what if he's not but like you said he's given you the now so work hard with what he's given you because yeah. mm-hmm. if he said that he's going to do it then he's going to do it and just trust in that Fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% and Mim I'd love to hear about your song Head to the Heart Cowboy. can you tell us about it yes so um, my new single um, which I released in January called Head to the Heart it's actually it's not it's called head and heart um but um it's all about the journey from head to the heart and the like 18 inches the the kind of short journey but the, actually the big journey kind of mm. internally that that is um and it's kind of the why of why i do music and why i do why i do for the lord um i believe that the lord has you called me to um write and release music to um for it to be a bridge between people's heads and their hearts they don't just have all this like intellectual knowledge about who Jesus is but they actually have a relationship with them in their heart and so they listen to my music and I hope and pray that um, they're like they get a glimpse of a bit more of who God is and it's like oh God you can still use me God you're in my every moment God you're with me when I'm grieving you're with me when I'm elated with joy like you're in it all mm. um, and so yeah that story um, that's the story behind the song of like God I thought we were closer than we actually are and actually, now I've just realised that actually I've just kept you up here, but I, I really need to know you in my heart. Mm. Wow. I actually have a little seg- like side question, but just because I want to know. You want to rap on the song? <laughs> I mean... Are you serious? Can I you mean, give us a little demonstration? Sure I was going to speak about it, but... Oh, head to the heart. Something about start. Hey, and hey, like hey. art. Okay, let me stop because right, right, right. we'll sh- we're going to shut down the whole podcast right now. It's going to get crazy. The but pod. yeah, the pod. But no, <laughs> get, my question was, um, like, what's your favorite lyric in the song? Oh, oh. can I have two? No. Yeah. You can. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, oh, well, okay. Well, the easy answer to that is um, head and heart. <laughs> But <laughs> I quite like um, the word. Actually, the word journey. I want the journey from head to the heart. 
Um, yeah. That's my favorite word, I think, in it because it is a journey and it's different. Looks different for everyone. Um, can look longer and shorter mm. for different people, but it is a journey, and we learn things on the journey, and we're never going to be the same by the end of the journey mm. as we did at the beginning. Buzz. Mm. And yeah. another thing I want to ask quickly is, how did you know that music was your calling? Oh, good question. Uh, I knew that I had. Oh, yes. Okay. I knew I kind of had a gift in it. Like, you know, when you just know that actually something you, you love, you thrive in it, gives you joy. Um, and I was singing in a concert and a guy who um, isn't a Christian came up to me afterwards and was like, I felt something different when you sung. Like, it made me cry. And I was like, that's not, I, I don't know why I'm making you cry. Mm. Like, and I kept having a few people who weren't Christians come coming up to me when I was performing and being like, you're making me cry. And I was like, wow this is amazing and I was quite young at the time to kind of really understand what that meant and then now I've been like oh that's the Lord like moving through my voice moving through my singing and touching the hearts of the people that I'm ministering to mm. and performing and to um and and knowing that the Lord kind of is carried on the on the voice and I just like I think the obedience mm. like we just need to be obedient to the Lord come on um, mm. and then he moves uh, why why go fully in with faith and not into the secular mm. Um, because as, yeah, as I said earlier, we've got a story to share and I, I think it would be a total waste of, of my life really to not share my story. Mm. And my story is about knowing the Lord. Um, and I want to share that in place in like pubs and festivals and like cafes mm. and, and church, um, kind of wherever the Lord in a field, wherever it is that the Lord will, um, move me to. Mm. Um, so I feel like I can't do it without my faith. Mm. That's so good. Oh, this is so oh so inspiring, man. Send your heart's happy. Yeah, you touched my heart. Thriving. Yeah, great. <laughs> what was your uh, favorite ever moment in in performance? Mm. Oh, I think my favorite moment ever um, was a few months ago in January, where I um, released my um, first single, Head and Heart, and I did an EP launch to like celebrate and fundraise for um, all the work that um, I'd put in like financially to mm. making the music and releasing it. Um, and I went big and was like, I'm going to raise 10 grand. And so I've been kind of working on raising that for the last couple of years. Mm. And then um, my friend um, during the night had like totted up all the um, like GoFundMe and Eventbrite and all the merch that had been sold and everything's so had like... 150 people come and support me and celebrate the EP release mm. and she came up on stage and it was the moment of truth and we were like how much have you raised and she was like you, you've hit the target you've come you've got over 10 grand and I was like oh. <laughs> live reaction it was I was just like wow. oh my word god you're so good like yeah. I honestly did not expect to, to reach the target I, I just I don't know I yeah and so I was just like overwhelmed speechless with the fact that we'd, we'd raised the target and I was like, I can now make more music. Mm. I can sew in again and do more and like, like minister more. Um, mm. And so that was, uh, that was a really special moment. And actually even that whole night, really having all my friends there mm. to celebrate me, like performing all the songs for the first time with a live band. Um, wow. It was so special. Mm. Well, that sounds amazing. But speaking of head and heart, you've actually lined up a little taster of this song for us to listen to. So I think we should roll it. Mm. Should we roll it? Let's roll it. Let's do 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 it. <laughs> 
that we were closer than we are It's never been this hard to recognize You've never been this quiet in my life And now I realize it's only 18 inches from head to the heart I know you're there and I need you now Over and over again, I never want to pretend 18 ain't so far I want the journey from head to mile I feel the rush in my veins and my blood want you to move from my head to mile I want the journey from head to the heart My head and my Thought that I was standing on solid ground Heart's a little heavy, I'm overwhelmed suffocating weighing me down i realize it's only 18 inches from head to the heart i know you're there and i need you now over and over again i never want to pretend 18 ain't so far i want the journey from head to to the heart my head and my heart head to my heart I feel the rush in my veins and my blood want you to move from my head to my heart I want the journey from head to the heart my head and my heart I want the journey whoa I want the journey I want the journey whoa I want the journey I want the journey journey from head to my heart. I feel the rush in my veins and my blood. Want you to move from my head to my heart. I want the journey from head to the heart. My head and my heart. Well, what is the plan for the next five, five, yeah. ten years? Like? Gosh. You've just done this fundraiser, mm. got a bit of money in the bank, mm. ready to make some more music. But yeah. what does that look like? Writing more music. Mm. Um, so my EP, um, we recorded it and wrote it within four days. Two days writing, two days recording in a studio in Kent. It was super fun. So I want to do that again um, with the team that I had last time. Uh, it was just incredible. Um, so I want to write some more songs. Mm. Four plus. I don't know how many, but maybe, maybe even an album. Got some more stories to Ooh. share. Mm. Some more life to that other people into wow. um so definitely that want to do another tour maybe um around a bit more of the uk i didn't quite go up north so maybe a north tour mm. um maybe like in europe too that'd be fun well, um yeah that's a big deal um so yeah and just just keep keep performing keep mm. using the songs as ministry um keep recording um and also through it all just having fun you know mm. i never quite know what's around the corner with music you know you just wait you don't wait but you often just get a random email that you like pays your next like rent check for the month you know yeah. um sometimes and sometimes you 
you just get a fun day out recording with friends. I don't get those emails. <laughs> I've only had like two. <laughs> Where are my emails, bro? Oh, no. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Mim, what's the new EP called? It's coming out soon, isn't it? Yeah, very soon. The EP is going to be out on the 26th of May um, and it's Ooh. called Colour. And it's um, about the Lord understanding and knowing everything that we could ever know and feel. He already has felt it and he already knows it. Mm. And so he's every single colour because like, every colour is connected to emotion. Mm. Um, and actually he's felt and knows every one of them every one of them and obviously we see the rainbow in the bible and yeah. obviously the lord made the rainbow and he's every single one of those colors so he understands everything wow, wow. love that every color's got an emotion well i have made that up but what about, what about red red well you can assume anger with red can't you but then also if you're a christian you assume you like it attributes it to the blood of jesus so yeah yeah what about duck egg blue see that's a kind of a calm color Wow. Serenity. I don't know. Like I don't know what a lake. Mm. Yeah, a lake with a duck. Oh, guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. guys! Thank you so much for watching. It's thank been you. a joy to have you. Thank you, Mim. It's been a joy to have you, Zenia. It's been a joy way. to have you, a yeah. fellow co-host. And um, do do like and subscribe. We've got more on the way. Um, on the way, the way. Whoa. And uh, yeah, there's some cool, cool special guests coming up. So keep tuned. But see you soon. <laughs>